0: It looks like the clock is about to strike midnight on this Cinderella story. It's
1: uh, refreshing, yet uh, displeasing to the eye.
2: Somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat and a red shirt. How he takes off the shirt. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. In the
1: dying seconds! Unbelievable! They
2: wouldn't say die! That just shows that they didn't come to play they really come to play here at the MCG tonight. Hello and welcome to another week of They Came to Play, the podcast where Danny McGinley and I thumb our way through the weekend's football action and try to make sense of it all. But I'll tell you what, he has got a spring in his step today. Hello, Danny McGinley.
0: G'day, Leams. Um, Breaking news, Bulldogs are in the grand final. Amazing. <laughs> it's it's it, just, uh, it actually hasn't sunk in. I, it doesn't feel real because, you know, I just watched it on my couch with my wife and kids. I should have been out hugging strangers in a pub. I should have been screaming yeah. at Adelaide Oval. I just, it, yeah, I'm really suffering from the non-socialness of it. But that is mm. nothing compared to our guest who has gone above and beyond my loneliness, <laughs> Broden <and> Kelly. Broden <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> where, did, where did you watch the pre- preliminary final on Friday night?
1: I watched it from Queensland hotel quarantine. So <laughs> my plan is to come up here, claim I'm doing a television show, and then actually jump over to Perth to Optus Stadium, go to the footy, <laughs> you beauty. No, Brilliant. I am in hotel quarantine. I, um, I had about 48 people on FaceTime with, the, with me and chatting with me and it was very lovely. Um, I was calling people till one in the morning. You know, other Melbourne supporters it was very nice. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah did you? Were you? Did you have to deal with demons of three years ago? Because I know you were there when that- I was
1: on. The, I, I came and chatted to you the yeah. next morning. You came and so the story. The yeah. Yeah. I, I. I. Titus O'Reilly said to me midweek, "I have a ticket if you can get here." And um, I had a lot of points, virgin points at the time. And I said, all right, let's do this. So I woke up Saturday morning of the, uh, what year was that, 2018? eighteen. Eighteen. 18 yeah. Yep. Um, prelim final. I got up at six in the morning. My partner was asleep in bed. I got I Uber to the airport, landed, had my Guernsey on, flew all the way over there, got there, got in a cab with a bunch of randos, other Melbourne supporters, yeah. went straight to the ground. We didn't kick a goal for... Uh, the majority of the game, I think it was like halfway through the third quarter. Got a cab back to the airport, sat in the lounge, just stared at the Melbourne Football Club eat like on the other side of the lounge, just stared at them.
0: Oh, they were Uh, there,
1: yeah. Just I just looked at them. Uh, got on the plane, came home the same day. Um, got got home, and he's still in bed. Uh, it was now midnight, (laughs) um, and then went to sleep, woke up, came and chatted to you guys. And um, I, 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 it really, really, I felt it in my central nervous system, like yeah. just the amount of, oh, the flying, you know, takes it out of you, but two yeah. flights and watching your team be murdered, uh, you know, really takes it out of you.
2: Because I yeah. remember I remember talking to you that morning in at the ABC studios and you did have, there was a real numbness about you. Like you were, <laughs> it was like you were a man who was spent
1: it was the, I had the experience. I remember flying over and going, I've done something very cool here where, um, even if we lose, you know, I'm glad that I'm, st- I have still have hope in my heart. I'm, you know, I'm Andy Dufresne, you know, in yeah. Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> I, you know I, I still am willing to take a risk and do something crazy. And even if we lose, I'll still, there's nothing that can happen that will make me feel sad. And then we, uh, Performed very 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 poorly that day, and I, and I thought this is the one thing that could have happened to really really. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I it's it's this year feels very different. I feel I I, I I've never I I'm, I'm not an optimist with Melbourne. I still am not. <laughs> um, but uh, I've, it's been very nice to watch them this year.
2: Yeah, it's well, a- they were unbelievable on Friday night. I mean, that was like that was a. Dismantling of the Geelong Football Club. That yeah, was—I'm like, had pretty sure—Lemo yeah, watched it was,
0: one-handed. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, I've got to say, Broden, I wow did I enjoy that.
1: The, I, I kept saying all week to people on the phone, and like, I'm sorry to Geelong supporters, but you, you know they, they are the listen. bad guys. They're not, they're
0: not listening. They to They are. They are the, oh, yeah, they are the bad Go guys. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah, they—they're villains. They—they they, Chris Scott literally has long slicked back.
2: Hair,
1: like a, like a like a mighty ducks villain coach yeah. and like someone said it to me this week I forget who it was I probably shouldn't say it, but they're like they simultaneously abuse the umpire the whole game for everything and play for free kicks and like, <laughs> and and uh, so no I was I, just, and I thought if we if they do beat us it will actually break me because they've spent ten years just bashing us up like a big brother just. Eating the crap out of us, oh, yeah. and um, and uh, I was, this would be the thing that destroys me. So, so I, they're, they're- when 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 they just didn't show up because they had gastro, by the way. Um- oh,
0: <laughs> and well, bad you know- news. Apparently, the bulldogs are playing are staying in the same resort that they that the cats were playing in. So we could have gastro. Thankfully, we got two weeks <laughs> to get over it.
2: There was another sporting event on the weekend. In fact, there would load. There was so much good sport on the weekend. In fact, before oh I get to my metaphor, can we just have a quick chat about some of the amazing sport? US Open, an 18-year-old played a 19-year-old in the women's final and they both spoke afterwards and gave amazing speeches. The 19-year-old, did, who's Canadian, did this tribute to the city of New York and the resilience it's shown up 20 years <laughs> after 9-11. Like I'm thinking about when I was 19, I could barely string three words together. Yeah. <laughs> and this she's just nailing it.
1: It's they're both they would both be post 9/11 children as well yes, entirely. Yeah, yes, exactly.
2: Mm. Both born after 9/11 and the English girl didn't lose a single set from the qualifiers. She wasn't even in the main draw. She had to get through the qualifiers to get in and then she didn't lose a Jeez. set. It's unbelievable. Yeah. My it uncle
0: like in uh, in Glasgow pointed put it out on Facebook um, well done to Emma Raducanu but can anyone explain to me how someone born in Canada to a Romanian father and a Chinese mother can be British? The answer, because she's winning. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Well, for years, that was the thing with the English cricket team, wasn't it? It was oh, full of South Africans and Zimbabweans for, yeah. and West Indians. Well,
0: and Andy Murray is uh, much... If he, if he wins, he's British. If he loses, he's Scottish to the papers yeah. over there.
2: <laughs> yeah, and the other one, remember Greg Rozenski, can anyone remember oh, that? I don't remember the name. What did he do? Well, he's he's a Canadian-British tennis player. But oh. Rosetsky, properly, full Canadian accent, but was living in England, so. Well, um, just on this, Martin
0: Boyle of the Socceroos just got uh, voted Player of the Month in the Scottish Premier League. Uh, don't forget, Martin Boyle, the first time he visited Australia was to play for the Socceroos. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right.
0: He's born like and bred Scottish, but his grandma on his mum's side was Aussie. Couldn't get into the Scottish team. The Socceroos
1: went, yeah, we'll have you. And uh, he's been brilliant.
2: It's yeah. it's like whenever... Broden, are you a basketball fan at all?
1: Oh, uh, Limo. Yes, I'm a... <laughs> a I am amazing. Like, as as much Melbourne, I am the 76ers.
2: Okay, I'll great. And, okay.
1: Uh, and well, uh, yeah... Are you are 76 sixers, or is this just Ben Simmons? Yeah, well, a kid, a kid in my primary school said, "You, I, I go for the Lakers. You should go for the other team." There's this guy called Allen Iverson who's really cool. Yeah, and so I was like, done. And so yeah, I've been. I've, I used to wear an I, I, the old school sixes vintage uh, singlet under my uh, top to school every day. Oh. Thought I was really cool. Uh, yeah. But yes, yeah. no. So I'm, yeah, Post pre-Ben Simmons and post-Ben Simmons most likely.
2: <laughs> he doesn't seem very keen on hanging around at the 76ers, does he?
1: No, I don't. Uh, I think it's best if both parties part way in a, a very Adam Trelaw Collingwood type of way, I think. Uh,
2: but his trade value has gone through the floor, hasn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, he's completely bottomed out. It, 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 it's the, he, he truly... He he could absolutely be a star, but he's one of those I can't think of an analogy for an AFL player, but he's truly a player who when he, he's as good as he was when he showed up in his first year just about. So he's he hasn't grown or developed in yeah. any way. Yeah. Uh, okay. um, to the point where he, he's petrified of shooting and it's it, it's and and people it's not all his fault as well as people also find it genuinely fun to to make fun of him and to and to, and to make him the laughing stock because it's he's such an easy person to make fun of because he doesn't he doesn't shoot the ball yeah he, he, but yeah and he's never had to and it's yeah it's, it's one of those sad things but he's still I I, I would the worst I was less upset about the Sixers parting I want to see him play for the Boomers because I genuinely think you know, yeah. that he that team with him and the, and the roster that's ageing now but still very good would be awesome for Paris. I'm very excited for that.
2: Yeah. it's uh, Well, it's only three years away. But one, <laughs> what I was going to say is I love that whenever there's a list of Australian NBA players, Kyrie Irving is always on it. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. He was born in Melbourne and I reckon when he was about two years old, moved back to the States with his with his family. But we, yeah. were, <laughs> we always count him as, as an Australian. Aussie
0: Kyrie, yeah. Hell yeah. 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 Kyrie Minogue, yeah, he, he's a legend. The, yeah.
1: the NBL of the early nineties that you know that older generation absolutely loves is like has just created this huge like yeah. boom of of Australian basketball. As it's, it's been, it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. I Can I ask that. what? what are, Andrew Gaze? Does he have kids?
1: Yeah, they're no good. I mean, yeah, what, they're probably nice that? people. Yeah. Probably, they're probably they probably really great. He and Andrew no Gaze. Good.
2: Yeah, not Andrew, good.
1: Andrew Gaze won in 2011, I think it was. He won father of the year. So it's not his fault that they can't, you know, he's obviously doing a good job.
2: They, those but kids yeah, have I mean, to take some responsibility themselves.
0: It just seems that Melbourne Tigers side of the early 90s has spawned such amazing children. Even Warwick Giddy's kid is now yeah. you know, a top five draft pick. And just, you know, where's, where's Andrew Gaze's kid? Where's Leonard Copeland's kid? They were the best yeah. players. Mark yeah. Bradkey, come on! You got probably yeah. got eats.
1: Well, Mark Bradkey, do you know who? What Mark Austin Bradkey? Do you know where he is? No. He plays for the Melbourne Football Club.
0: Oh, there we go. That's he's already
1: checks out. Yeah, he's a he's a he's like a the fourth or fifth ruckman. He's like a de- young developing
2: player. Ah. Oh. Hey, now, what's what's Luke Jackson's connection to basketball? He's tall. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's that
1: old. <laughs> it's that old. Um, it's that old. Hamish McLaughlin on Channel Seven's Friday night basketball background. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. lining up for go- no. I, I, I think I believe he. It's one of those ones where, like, because Jack Watts as well was like the best basketball product for Australia at one point, and there just becomes this point where they. It, it's framed as, oh, at seventeen he made a decision that. Uh, he was going to try and go for AFL over NBA, but the truth yeah. of the like, the fact of the matter is, just because get, getting into a college doesn't mean that you're going to be an NBA star unless you're over seven foot or you're a freak talent. There's a yeah. very small chance that you're going to go on and earn eighteen million a year, and then like, eat, like the 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 chance of being another Paddy is very small.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah there's not many <coughs> Paddy Millses around the place this year. Who's at the Brooklyn Nets with Kyrie Irving? So a real Australian flavour about the Brooklyn Nets. Yes. Yeah, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I think they've got a Kiwi general manager, actually.
2: Oh, here oh, we go. Look at this. Yeah. Uh, uh, and Kevin look-
1: Durant's actually from uh, Gawler. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just out of Adelaide.
0: Uh, yeah. you know, hey, you talk about people doing different sports. I got sent a great video during the week of Alex Keith, the Bulldogs fullback. Um, yes, yes. Going when he played for the Melbourne Stars, he went to the Bulldogs for like this, you know, Melbourne Stars Western Bulldogs cross promotion. And part of it is him just talking about how he loved both sports, but he chose cricket because he loves it more. It's quite, it's 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 almost like Black Mirror.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. There's, there's not many of those crossovers these days because it's so hard. Alex Carey played for GWS. And has since and recently captained the Australian One Day Cricket team. That's pretty good. So that's Max Walker. uh, God rest him. Who was that player in the
1: Who was that player in the eighties in America? Um, Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. Oh, Oh, we'd love it. You know, what did he do? I don't know the Bo Jackson story.
2: Oh, Danny Bo Jackson, one of the most freakish athletes of all time. Yeah, who was an incredible uh, sprinter. Okay. Uh, he was a um, professional NFL footballer mm-hmm. and he played Major League Baseball.
1: Oh, all right.
2: Good work, Mike He was a freak. And there's a, there's a great documentary in the ESPN series about Bo Jackson and it's one of the most amazing moments in a documentary where he did his knee playing NFL and then he comes back. When he comes back from the knee injury, plays baseball. And he's been off for a long time and it's been really difficult for him and his family and it was a big star, a lot of expectation on him. And he's walking out to bat for the first time and he said, as he was walking out to bat, and, he's, and he's, um, his father had just died. Right? Oh. So he's walking out to bat and as he's walking out to bat, he says... And he's just he says, tested
0: positive for COVID.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. He says, this, hit, this first hits for my dad.
0: Oh. And he
2: walked out, he hit the ball out of the stadium, and to this day, it's the biggest ever hit at that oh, particular. I thought you were going to say, to this day,
0: they have never found yeah. the ball.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's 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 more, he's he, it's, he's he's he played both professionally, but it wasn't like he was just in the team. He wasn't filling up the numbers as well. Like I think he made all star for both. I think maybe yes, all star. Yeah, for both.
2: he did. Yeah,
1: yeah. Crazy.
2: Um,
0: well, what I mean, what about? If we get who is uh, who's that lady who played for Matildas and uh, Elise Perry,
2: Elise Perry, a, yeah.
0: Elise Perry's played for Matildas. She's played for the for the Australian women's uh, cricket team. Mm-hmm.
1: Should we
0: just get her? Like, sh- should we just collect the set for her? Get her, you know, Ash Barty. You know, played cricket for Ash Barty is the
1: League. Ash Barty is the is the one. She's an absolute gun. And she yeah. said she
0: wanted to play for the Tigers in the AFLW.
1: So let's get her on. That's not beyond – they've got 18 teams now. That's not beyond yeah. inconceivable, you know. She could, do, she could do that. She could do that. What would she what would she be, a nugget rover? She's small, isn't she? She'd be in yeah. and
2: under. She's pretty tough. I reckon yeah. she'd be get, hardball gets would be her area. Yeah, but the Tigers wouldn't be
1: interested in
0: her until she's played for the Bulldogs and they can steal her. <laughs> oh, maintain yeah. Maintain the rage. Katie Brennan. That is Monique Conti, Nathan Brown, <laughs> Terry Wallace.
1: Maintain the rage. Terry Wallace.
2: Terry Wallace, who you stole off us, by the way. Just uh, um, You didn't want him anymore.
1: Wow, well, didn't we? Now no one wants
2: him. <laughs> <laughs> no, one, no one wants poor Terry now. He's in the background going, I'll coach Carlton. I don't care. I'll coach, I'll coach him all. You can,
1: we can change, you can change your name to list manager, but we still know who you are, Terry. We know.
2: <laughs> Hi, I'm the list manager. You're Terry Wallace, mate. You're Terry Wallace. So... Uh, tennis, uh, Dylan Alcott won the Golden Slam as well yes. on the weekend. So all four majors plus uh, Olympic gold medal. And did you see how he celebrated?
0: Oh, so, so good. So yeah.
2: Did you see it, Denny?
0: Oh, I saw it because you posted it, mate. But tell oh, I posted
2: totally it, yeah. He finished, and then he went up watching the men's game and then sculled a beer when they had him on the big screen. It was great.
1: Yeah. I think well, him and Ricardo, him and Ricardo oh. are like two athletes who are just fully, fully know who they are. There's no yeah. – in, yeah. in any moment, I was just thinking about how cool um, they both are. It, like, just in any moment, they're just – they know exactly what the coolest and most like open <laughs> yeah. thing to do is. They're funny. Yeah. They are yeah. they're do both Do an phony. Alcott. Just like, let's wait till the cameras are on me, got to crack it, crack the can on top, put the bowl on the head. Yeah. It, it was
2: – <laughs> Like if you if you scripted it, you wouldn't change a thing. It was. He uh, might be the coolest
1: guy in Australia, Dylan.
2: <laughs> then, well, him, be out of him and Ricardo, I reckon. Yeah,
1: and Dylan Ricardo is- hosting Triple J Breakfast, doing Hottest One Hundred. You know, going to splendour, getting on stage with Queens of the Stone Age, getting a golden slam <laughs> in
2: tennis—like <laughs> absurd, <laughs> absurd. It is. It's, it's, been quite, it's been quite the run. And hosting the award-winning Invictus Games with Limo. I'm sure that was probably going to be your next.
1: That was just so, on the tip of my
2: tongue. Just yeah. on the tip of your tongue. And when do we just bring up there. the
0: footy show? Are we are we allowed to, are we allowed to talk about <laughs> Let's that, yet, that Let's
2: not mention <laughs> that. Let's not mention that. So, Ricardo has uh, done a shooey as well. Yeah. Uh, After winning the Italian Grand Prix. Um. But the what I the uh, metaphor that I have for the Friday night's game of Melbourne against Geelong is Evander Holyfield, who I love, who was an amazing boxer, like was a genuine superstar of boxing. At the age of fifty eight, came back on the weekend and fought, and the. Regular boxing regulators in the states, whoever they are, wouldn't sanction any fights with him in it. So, some dodgy group sanctioned a fight, and then all the commentary afterwards was they should be arrested. But it's actually was sad to watch. He got, yeah, right. And it was, but it was like Melbourne with Geelong, <laughs> the, the old campaigner, and just absolutely <laughs> flogged them
1: on <laughs> three quarter time. I genuinely could not believe that the game was not over. Like I I, I was, how is I thought the game had at this point been going for like eight hours. Like it felt like a test match. Just like kept going and going. Yeah.
2: yeah. Do you know was... how
0: much the demons were comfortable? I texted Broden Kelly and he didn't abuse me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I just I just got I love you and I wrote it to everyone who texts me. Like I got about 50 texts. I love you. <laughs>
2: I love you, because <laughs> Danny loves Danny loves going the early crow. So, <laughs> so the week before was it the week before? Or was uh, it was on the it- weekend, Danny.
0: It's several weeks that I just,
1: I just, yeah, it was the week before? Or two
2: weeks It's been ago, annoying we me
1: of- for weeks. He's been <laughs> yeah. he's been trolling me for like six <laughs> all year, maybe even. Yeah, you got well, this. Danny you can't lose. Mess-
2: Danny was messaging Rob Sitch and Titus O'Reilly, saying it's in the bag. <laughs> Like halfway through the first quarter. Yeah. And they're like, Why are you saying this?
0: I texted one other <laughs> mate and uh, he literally said, You C bomb, <laughs> I'm gonna remember <laughs> this and I will get revenge tomorrow. And I was like, What? You're gonna text me when we're 32 points up? Oh, I'll be devastated. And to yeah. his credit, Adrian my friend Adrian waited till they were exact we were exactly
1: 32 points up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he Thirty seconds into the game, then I guess about that, yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, so Broden, there's all there's always a sad story at grand finals, always in every team. Yep. And the, I reckon Melbourne's sad story is Nathan Jones. Oh yes, has been the absolute backbone of that football club through all the shitness, and now the, yeah, to yeah. watch him sitting in the stands was bloody heartbreaking. I reckon. Yeah, he's just
1: he's he's just he's just out. Unfortunately, there's a bunch of them. Who they like Neville Jetta as well, um, Jake Milksham. Um, looks like Hibbert's going to play now, but it's it's one of those things as well. It is sad, but it's also like it's he's going home to his very big house where because because he's been paid a very good salary for like 15 years to see the birth of his twins uh, <laughs> with his other beautiful kids. Uh, yeah. you know, like you know, he's still got some good stuff going on for him, so but
2: like <laughs> say, he, uh, he,
1: he, 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 um, uh, he'll, he'll, he'll in the MCC at least, we will never have to buy a beer again, or you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would, or be. probably a Jaguar, someone will probably just give him a Jaguar, um,
2: or <laughs> a or a range rover why why wouldn't you go to range rover as your reference point there
1: aren't they the same company don't aren't they own oh, they jaguar are. and yeah, rover yeah, they are. yeah so was, maybe there's a hybrid yeah. they can create for him
2: I, <laughs> I was an ambassador for them for a short period of time and really? was, was a, what did you get <laughs> did you get a car yeah no i had a um a discovery sport which is uh, Sorry, which is a land rover car and then i had a jag suv for 12 months jeez Hang on, anyway. How
0: low are their are their marketing? Like, mate, surely you, you want upmarket sort of people. Limo, I, I love your brother, but you you know you you
2: look like a bogan, like me. mate, I'm a Holden Commodore at best. Yes, right? exactly.
1: I'm going to DM them on Instagram after this and go, hey, just chatting with Limo. Let me know if you want to do any social media crossovers. <laughs> I'll do a few stories.
2: So I was doing breakfast radio and the project at the time. So they might have oh, thought, okay. oh, this will be this will be good. But I was just, because, you know, I get so self conscious about doing anything on Instagram that's obviously an ad. You know what I mean? So I was giving them like one post every six months on the (laughs) socials. Anyway, after two years, they went, you know what? I reckon uh, we might call it a day there. (laughs) 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 If you could just drop the car back, it was a sad day when I had to drop that Jag SUV back back off. That's right they call a cab to get me home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Two years, though. That's bloody. That's very that's dangerous. Yeah. But I was going to say, just on like the photos and plugs, like, are you really on radio in Melbourne if you don't take a photo of a car with a bow on it at, uh, at some <laughs> yeah, dealership? <sorry>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You've got, it's just standard, standard yeah. procedure.
1: <laughs> are you really a radio DJ? <laughs>
0: So you went from being the face of Range Rover in Melbourne, Limo, to, uh, to we should point out, we have a Patreon for this podcast. Uh, for just five bucks a month, you get a bonus episode, and it all goes to trying to recoup all the gigs that we
1: lost.
2: Yeah, exactly. exactly.
1: Petrol's not cheap in a Range Rover, by the way.
2: Oh, no, they, oh, they really pour through it, I tell you. <laughs> uh, so- How
1: much was a service? Did you have to get it serviced?
2: <laughs> no, they. Oh, the deal was unreal. They when if anything happened, you just ring them and then they come to you wherever you are and fix it.
1: Really? So you could be at the Twelve Apostles. You could, you know, you yeah. could, you know, go out to, you know, Uluru just to really just, test it out.
2: You just ring them and then they uh, they come to wherever you are and do it. So That's you know the me. best the best car deal I've ever heard of. So Mick Doohan, a superstar Australian. MotoGP dude is a worldwide ambassador for Mercedes Benz. Whenever he travels around the world, whenever he lands in a new country, wherever it is, there's a brand new Merc waiting for him at the airport. Wow. Oh. And he just picks it up, uses it while he's wherever he is, and then just drops it back to the airport.
0: He must think all right. cars smell that way.
2: <laughs> he's probably never been in a car that's done more than 2,000 cars. Wow.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Geez. Do you reckon that, like, do you reckon that the Red Bull team give their guys cars or just more, you know, or money? You know, like because, like obviously mm-hmm. Ferrari, you would get a Ferrari, McLaren, you would get some automotive parts, I guess. Um, but like, do you just get a case of Red Bull when you're a, when you're, you you're racking it? Or
0: well, you, you know those cars with the giant can on the back. They actually you get one of those, but it's actually I filled with Red part Bulls. of the wing.
1: When Aunty Don was starting out at any event, we would do. We just found out we had the, we got this email contact for the Wings team. <laughs> Which is like two two like twenty year old girls come down with backpacks full of full of Red Bull and they just start handing out free Red Bull and oh, yeah. any event that Auntie Donna would have we'd send down the Wings team. Exactly. Nice. Right. <laughs> but,
2: but is there is there an Auntie Donna car? Have you got you know <laughs> no, the Donna <Donomobile>. <laughs>
1: van or we should we should absolutely I do and like say like and cater do like catering or something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. with, <laughs> The most we we have, what do we own as a group? We own, like, lights and cameras um, and, right. and some desks. But, like, Ooh. that's about it.
2: <laughs> that's
1: it. Right. We should get a little Hyundai Elantra or something.
2: Yeah, so you haven't started a anti-donna investment portfolio or... <laughs> no, because
1: <laughs> the, the thing we always talk about is famously, um, and this is your vintage, Limo, is Jet, yeah. Uh, yeah. when they made Get Born, they bought a hotel in Lawn and they oh, and they oh, the live off road right. yeah not a not an actual jet right, um, yeah. but uh the, they when when they made get born they yeah. uh they bought this lawn hotel together and that was their, that was, they just took, and they've lived off that forever reportedly. So we always like, we got to go, our whole thing is if we ever make enough money, we're just going to go buy the, um, the jet hotel.
2: <laughs> the jet hotel in lawn.
1: Not do, not do our own thing, but buy the jet hotel.
2: <laughs> right. oh, no, specific, it has to be that hotel. Yeah. I've, yeah. Heard, I've heard great stories about a tour that they did with, who was the uh, other... Aussie band who was big at the same time as them. Powderfinger. No, no. Silverchair.
1: Spiderbase.
2: I'm enjoying Really talented the West self project. self-destructive de- t- self lead singer. Uh, oh, the vines. Oh, vines. Yes, the vines. <laughs> yeah, I, both at the same time. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> it's tours of them when they stories of them when they toured the states together, and just the party. Uh, the yeah,
1: partying was. Oh, that would have been cool. I yeah. love that the Vines apparently met at a Brisbane McDonald's, like working at Brisbane McDonald's, which is the most like... Oh, I, really? I, I love that as a little a little journey. And then I think Jet are a bunch of Geelong bogans, aren't they? Yeah. Dingley. Yeah. They're from Dingley, Geelong, uh, Jet. Dingley.
0: Yeah. So, sorry, The story I've got about the Vines guy is the only time... To- I'm not a huge music guy, so I don't know, but I remember hearing um, Triple M... Formally apologising for them doing a gig, so the vines are doing like a you know a Triple M rooftop gig or whatever, and yeah. you know, if listeners win tickets. They go there, and the vines come out, and the guy, the singer, just comes out and abuses them. Talks about how anyone who listens to Triple M is the a subpar human, just horrible. He <laughs> yeah. hates Triple M.
1: <laughs> famously, is- famously, for years after it, they used to refer to them as like those wankers, the vines. They used to. Like- <laughs> Legitimate and they would and they wouldn't play the vines.
2: Yeah. Like fair uh, enough. Yeah, right. I wonder if the vines have snuck back onto a triple M playlist somewhere.
1: Yeah, I'm
2: sure. Well, they you have.
0: never know what they'll play next, Lemo. You're you're <laughs> in there with the, with the randomizer.
1: Yeah, a lot of time to fill in your no repeat work day.
2: You know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What was the name of that monkey that used to choose the music? Barry. Was it Barry the Monkey? Yeah. <laughs> we go and randomly select the, select the tunes. All
0: right, we're, um, we're, we've gone well off topic. We've, this is the prelim we, final show, for God's sake.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't want what, to talk about that. I'm Danny too nervous. As a, as a hook forward for people, Mark Wilson, who is in Jet, is a mad Geelong fan.
0: Okay, good work. Um,
2: and uh, we'll get him on sometime over the next month. A can you ask can him put, about
1: the Jet Hotel?
2: We'll put the Jet Hotel to him and um, and see what he says. You, have you got oh, a link to Jet, bullshit.
0: to you, Lemo? Here's me, just you know, struggling to get even Broden Kelly to get on, and you could just you could just pull the jet card at any point.
2: It was funny because I his his daughter and my son are about the same age, so we sometimes go to the park together, so, ah. so the kids can play. Ah,
1: he's a man of the people, and, our Lemo.
2: In my head,
1: and sorry if I'm overstepping the line here, but as if I'm like in 2005, I'm. Sixteen years old, right? And I'm taking yeah. in zeitgeist through every orifice. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. In my head, I see Lemo in 2000 and like five and six, walking around with Peter Hellier and Rove talking to Jet, bloody yeah. you know, talking to Nat Bassweight and all those like just <laughs> and like just consuming the the 2000s. And you're wearing like a flare jean and you're, uh and you go on the Melbourne Cup and you. are I can see it all. I can see your and, and just being the two thousands.
2: I'm I'm ha- I'm happy for you to have that image of me. I love it. <laughs> I love it. But I'm not gonna correct any of it. I'm just go going to a Town
1: Hall, Melbourne Comedy Festival yes. doing a show and you know oh, I can see it all.
2: I'm I'm rolling with all of that. <laughs> just, you know, go so Bro- Broden the Casino. Yeah.
0: You know. The only note I wrote down uh, for Friday night's game is that Ben Brown hit the post with the first shot of the match. And in the t- I, I remember in the 2000 grand final, oh, the I first knew, shot I was, of the no, match I knew you were going to do that. Was someone hitting the post.
1: <laughs> yeah, we, David Neitz in the grand final.
0: There we go. David Neitz.
1: Oh. Uh, I actually felt fine. I was, I was worried for the whole fortnight before the game started, but I, yep. like- the team, the team are just, they're so set that I was like, oh, as soon as it starts, you feel really comfortable. It's like going to see, um, I'm trying to think of a comedian who, uh, it's like going to see Lemo. As soon as the lights come up, you know you're in good hands. <laughs>
0: yeah. Thank you. But hand, you're very nervous.
1: <laughs> 2006, he's got you in the room. <laughs> but um, no, like they, 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 at the moment, they feel very, uh, they feel very, in control. So as soon as they got that clearance, I was, I was not worried at all.
0: Yeah. And look, it's similar to the, the, the Bulldogs, Bulldogs. Well, if if the Bulldogs lose, I will not be... I will, I will be sad. I'll be devastated. I will not be upset seeing Max Gorn and Simon Goodwin raise that cup. That will be a glorious sight.
2: It will be a good sight. <sighs> okay. But, Danny, your team is playing in the grand final. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, I know. That
0: I'm just being is, nice for a second. Obviously, it, I'm Danny. about... Yeah.
2: Danny... I messaged Will Anderson yesterday, and I said, "Mate, congratulations! Unbelievable game! It was you know complete destruction of Port Adelaide." Blah blah blah. Said, "Hope you have a great couple of weeks leading up to the granny. He writes back, uh, "Yeah, wasn't expecting that last night, um, and not really expecting to win the grand final. Just good to be be good to be there." And I messaged back, "What is wrong with you?
1: That's not fire
2: up, mate." He seems to be having
1: some sort of Gary Shandling Zen situation going on.
2: (laughs) Trying to protect himself somehow. Yeah.
0: Let's not forget, Will now lives up near Byron Bay and he is a proponent. He's he's a proponent for medical marijuana. So, Will was just probably (laughs) in his happy place where even losing a grand final couldn't bring him pain.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Don't worry, Liams.
0: I am not going to... I'm saying that nice thing to to Broden right now, but I'm not maintaining it. I'm about to begin the two weeks of class war. Of course we want the Toffs (laughs) to lose. They are, you know, like Tim Smith, the Liberal MP who who makes uh, dicks out of donuts when he's trying to slag off Dan Andrews and stuff. Dim Tim, as they call him, he's a Melbourne fan. And this is... That's just indicative of their club. I,
1: I did a photo. I did a photo the other day of me wearing uh, this this Melbourne hoodie, and yeah. Melbourne retweeted it, and um, Tim Wilson retweeted it, and Auntie Donna actively like we're obviously traditional, like we're quite left leaning, you know. Yeah. But um, but we try not to. We, we try to just be silly, so yeah. anyone can enjoy it. Yeah. And um, I just want you fucking dog cunt. Don't ever retweet me again. You fucking. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You, yeah, just, to, just to be clear on something, you said Tim Wilson there, I think, accidentally, but you meant Tim Smith, right?
1: Oh, they, what's the difference? They're the same person, aren't they? <laughs> aren't they? Oh, like one's one state and one's federal. Is that right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, there's also a Tim Wilson who's a, who's a, a writer. That's Tim Isn't Winton. Another... No, no, no. He's good mate to <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, that's Tony Wilson, shit. No, uh, yeah, we should get him on the
0: pod, Tony Wilson. He lives near me. Anyway, you should get Tony Wilson, Tim Wilson, and
1: <laughs> Tim Wilson on to discuss the fallout of the grand final.
2: <laughs> I think it's They're no, right. yes,
1: I, I, that is true. There are two different. Are they both liberal? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not good branding for them. One of them needs to become <laughs> an independent or jump change. ship.
2: One One change needs their way. name. Uh, mm. But I got to say, I love your reply. <laughs> Don't
1: you fucking... Don't you fucking...
0: (laughs) Well, I reckon most of the neutrals are going to go for Melbourne, which is very awkward for me as a Dogs fan. I'm very used to being everyone's second team. But I think they're going to play the Neil Danaher card. We're going to have to... And look, the only way we can match that is we have to... I think we have to, like, give John Schultz COVID or something.
2: (laughs) Who's who's John
0: Schultz? Who's Gentleman John Schultz, 1960 Brownlow medalist? Oh, Sorry. Yeah. No. Presented My the bad. cup in 2016.
2: Anyway. I think
1: there's a good chance. I reckon. You know, I, I think this is a genuine worry for me. Is um, Gary Gary Line quite a divisive figure for a, it, it, as it, or so it looks in uh, in social media comments. Yeah, I think he's he's over there, and I think he's going to walk out the cup. Yeah. Uh, you know, when they do that before the game, I think it's going to be him and someone from the Bulldogs walking at the cup.
0: Oh, yeah. We're so hoping...
1: Everyone's the- going to go, I don't like Gary Lyon, so I don't like Melbourne. And then the energy's going to go to Bulldogs.
0: Well, go do you know Melbourne. who... the Because yeah. the, you can only use uh, former players who are in Perth. So the options for the Bulldogs, we got Brad Hardy over there, former Brownlow medalist. Not bad, but I wouldn't choose him because Danny Southern lives there. Right.
2: It's certainly a crowd favor you You've got to go with Brad Hardy, though, don't you? Come no, on. I go
0: Danny Southern. You know, Brad although he's he like still got the big him. handlebar. I he's, got go. all, he's a Buddhist now. Smoked a bong on live TV. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> Called it a peace pipe. But <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> so, what about isn't is Bob Murphy over there, or is he going over later in the year?
0: He's going over later in the year.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right.
0: Which is a you know a shame. But Bob really hates. He's been very
1: finished. nice to me. Which makes me, you know, upset. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've
1: never been here before as well. This is, the, i I've, I've ne- This is all new to me. Yeah. At this point of the year, I'm usually looking up the 76ers roster and what's going. I, I didn't know footy went this deep.
2: So I don't
1: know how to. I don't know how to deal with other teams or any. I don't know.
2: When when people are when people are nice, it's difficult. Because I, yeah. I have a thing where because I don't like Geelong. Okay. Really? And I love I love hating Geelong. Like I really enjoy hating Geelong. <laughs> but every Geelong player I've ever met, I've really liked. Mm. So that yeah, makes that's so true. Makes it hard. So which is why now I'd never want to meet another Geelong player. Because <laughs> it's just so hard to dislike them when you know.
1: I've got, yeah, family members and and, and 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 ex-players who I who I know and a friend and like, you know, Dave Thornton's lovely. Um, yeah. But it's one of those things where it's like the closer you get the black dots, you know, they, they're all individually nice black dots, but the further you get back, they're just <laughs> this swarm of
2: fuckheads. <laughs> <laughs> Same with Collingwood.
1: Same with Collingwood. Like <laughs> some legitimately lovely people go for Collingwood. Mm. Yeah. But I worked at the MCG from the year 2007 <gasps> to 2000 and like 12, 13, which was the only period in the last – 50 or like for 20 30 years when Collingwood's been any good, and like they, they were good every week, and the crowd were just the worst. So, I have this deep, deep hatred of Collingwood because when I was at the footy every day, that was they that, that were the best. Who,
2: who were the best were, fans? Were they, yeah, that yes, were they who the were the worst? best fans, yeah, to
0: for because you worked in hospitality, didn't you?
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, out of because the four that
1: were home, I'm trying to think, of, it might have been Hawthorne. No, get out! Yes, I like I, I like because you know it, you, you you judge a team on how they act when you know when they're at their you know when they're firing. Richmond were at that time famously the worst because they used to not fight with the other the, uh, other team; they'd fight with themselves, like yeah, they nice. get drunk and bash each other. No, I remember, it was, I remember, I was working for the drought breaker for Hawthorne, two thousand seven. Oh wait, oh wait, um. And there was, everyone was flooding and people like trying to rush in in the last quarter was getting really tense and people hitting each like bumping into each other. And a Hawthorne guy turned to another and goes, mate, please, I just want to watch my team win the grand final. And the other guy goes, absolutely. It was just really like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but then no, famously Bulldogs were also really, really nice. Actually. Uh, there we go. Um, there we go.
0: It's because there's only five. North us.
1: Melbourne. In North Melbourne, uh, it's it, 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 like that—you know, beat down humbleness. The real, like yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Hawthorne, comes from that baseline. See, we won about God knows how many wooden spoons in our first thirty years as a football club.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I kind of showed them how, how you had the- that glory era of like Dermot and Differ. Yeah, and it was like just this unstoppable team that people still talk about today. And then, like, five years later, there was talk that you were going to merge. Like, that makes no sense to me. Mm
2: -hmm. I I couldn't agree more. Makes made no sense to most people. Uh, And thank God it didn't happen. I mean, can you imagine you would hate to be barricade for the Melbourne Hawks? Yeah. Or the Hawthorne Demons? Yeah. I I would love just
1: the colours. On the colours. Yeah. I would love to be beating the Melbourne Hawks in a grand final. That would be awesome. <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> there was just there seemed
1: to be this like short sightedness in the nineties where I watched a docu about Fitzroy the other day, uh, which is on KO. Really, really good. About oh, I've it. seen oh, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it actually made me like tear up at points. It's just so I actually thought for an Aussie fox footy one, it was done so well. But yeah. um, there just seemed to be this like oh, but imagine the two teams and the players like. Imagine if we took half the good players from this team and half the good players from that team, we'd be really good. Just this short, you know, pay off, yeah. the, pay off the debt, two-year long vision. It was, yeah, weird. Um, Is that you, yeah.
2: The, when Fitzroy merged with Brisbane, there's a bloke who lives in Fitzroy who's a mad Fitzroy fan his whole life, and he was down at the Napier Hotel and he was having spit in the dummy in the front bar. And he said, i have going to have enough. I've got all this memorabilia in my garage. I'm going to burn the lot of it." And guy at the Na- bloke who owns Napier said, "Oh, don't burn it. Can you drop it off here?"
1: Oh, and that's well, what everything in that room is.
2: That all the stuff in the Napier came from one guy.
1: That's ridiculous. That's funny. Yeah. That's
0: very good. So
2: <laughs> he was about to torch it.
0: Well, I reckon even if 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 the if the Dees, the Hawks, or the Bulldogs ever went under, they could probably furnish a pub just from
1: our collections. <laughs> Yeah, I I could say, say the same for Melbourne.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> um, anyway, we, let's talk about Saturday night, shall we, boys?
1: This uh, Saturday night?
2: No, the, the, the one. <laughs> my, my team, <laughs> game, week, for well. God's sake. Week off, what are you talking about?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably going to watch a movie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, so uh, how's, Danny, the bit of intel I got from you the other day that the players were really focused on getting a three-goal lead to shut up the... Poor yeah, well, that
0: came from Tom Boyd on my other podcast, uh, Danny Boyd. We just had to shut up the uh, silence the crowd, and then it becomes a home-, home ground disadvantage because the power fans are feral and would turn on them, and they did. They went absolutely quiet. It was it was actually weird. I, I I've never in my life experienced comfort in a prelim. I've been through nine. We've won two, lost seven, but the other one we won, we didn't win until like the dying seconds. So it was genuinely weird and I yelled out something at one point you know you're just barracking and cheering and everything and I remember yelling out everything's going our way. <laughs> <laughs> just could not believe how lucky every bounce went to us every every any time it went to a 50-50 challenge we would they would fall over and we'd just pick it up and kick a goal it was
2: mind blowing. We uh, we interviewed Xavier Dersmer this morning on radio and yeah. He said, uh, "I asked him. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously they're trying. People say, oh, 'Oh, they're not trying,' but footballers are always trying. Yeah. I get that sometimes it looks like they're not, but they are. They're always trying." I said, You've, "Of course, you guys were trying, but what? What was the problem? What? Where did it go wrong?" And he just he said basically that Danny. He said everything they tried worked, and everything nothing that we tried yeah. worked. Yeah. So, Number of times I kept
0: going. Oh, that's a bit wrong. Oh my god! It was
2: yeah. That
1: song really sets them up, doesn't it? <laughs> for for <Yeah>. a disaster. <laughs> oh, the, ne- okay.
2: Never the song never tears us apart. Someone, if you maybe you know, if we were still doing before the game or the front bar, you could do never Tear us apart with fans streaming out from halftime. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the
1: game. I, I grew up in Adelaide. Um, And it's such an Adelaide. It's so it it, you feel the DNA of the South Australian person in those moments where it's such small town mentality, and when like and everything's so much invested in that team. When it goes badly, it means so. It's such a big. It's huge. It's
2: yeah. It is. uh, They're feeling it in Adelaide at the moment, but the fans were. Fans were booing the port players when they were walking off at halftime.
0: Yeah, Yep. That's right. God, that was a moment. Seriously. Yeah. I go, we got this. We've absolutely got this. It was yeah. so unique. Hey, I've got some do you stats, do? though. I've got do you do stats for fun? you might like. <laughs> What do you do for fun? Well, yeah, this is. You
1: got the pancake kitchen in the middle of the sea? This is in the pancake. Whenever I go to Adelaide, I make a point of going to the. It's not the pancake parlor, it's the pancake kitchen, right? And it's the most Adelaide thing in the world. Get this. You go in, place is empty. They make you wait till you get seated empty. (laughs) Then you get a menu and they say, tell me what you want. You go order it. And then they make you pay on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) And then they bring you food. It's just the most – anyway, sorry. You go there. That's what you do after the game.
2: (laughs) That's a a business model that's been slowly developed over time.
1: Yeah, yeah. People (laughs) keep
2: fucking running off. They can pay straight away. (laughs) (laughs) Not the pancake thief again. No. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, man. I went to the – I took a completely unrelated, but just reminded me. I took a girl on a date to the Hogs Breath Cafe.
1: Oh, yeah. Gl- uh, Glenelg?
2: No, in the city. Okay. Right, yeah. uh, I think it was on Goodja Street in the city. <clears throat> and when we got there, only when we got there and sat down and started to order, she told me she was a vegetarian. Oh, we're at the, we're at the, we're at the hog's breath!
1: Oh. <laughs> if I can, I I know this is a bit of a tangent. Can I tell my Adelaide hog's breath story? Yeah, yeah, oh, this is, I, I use this to hang shit on my brother to this day. It's one of my favorite Mitchell Kelly stories. <laughs> is he was about five years old and we went out for dinner and Glenelg, You walked down and then Mum and Dad were like, "Let's go to the hog's breath." And he walked in and he was so aff- the five year old Mitchell was so affronted by just all that all the pictures and the license plates and the and the music that yeah. he turned around and he because I want to leave now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he was afraid of Hogs breath Cafe. <laughs> He's got an allergy. <laughs> I
1: want to leave
2: now.
0: I think there was a few port fans saying the same thing on Saturday. <laughs> okay. Exactly. The Hogsbreath um, effect.
2: <laughs> so that was that was pretty fun, Danny. At what point in the game did you think that's oh, in the bag?
0: Uh, it was, I genuinely didn't believe it. I was I re- was talking to my son, and at halftime, and I went, "Hey, we're up by ten goals." I think <laughs> I think we might. No, no, no. And then we got a couple of goals in the third, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, I'm calling it." I, there's no reason not to take the lid off now. And I, it was such a bad game. Uh, one of our active listeners, Mike from Brisbane, who's a bit of a whiz with numbers. He said uh, he started messaging me, and he said um, he correlated all of the uh, preliminary final wins of the past of this century. So since Melbourne and uh, Essendon, Broden, Uh, and he he said, I said, "Is there any any stats you've got there?" And uh, he said, "Well, the teams that win their prelim final on a Friday, uh, only forty seven percent of them go on to win it. Fifty three percent of the Saturday prelims go on to win." Uh, If you win by more than 30 points, you're 55% more chance to win. Not really much. Uh, Doesn't give any meaningful advantage. Here's here's a good one, though. Uh, Finals where both teams won the preliminary final by more than 30 points, which is 2000, 2003, 2017, 18, and now this year, the team that won the prelim on the Saturday went on to win. Right, and is that including the post-prelim buy? No, it's not. That's obviously an X factor in there. Yeah. <laughs> and another stat that's not relevant this year, but uh, if you win a preliminary final by less than a goal, uh, you are 85% chance guaranteed to lose the next week.
2: Oh, uh, right.
0: Just not that. Oh, I, got... you
2: know, I remember for years you always had this thing where if there was a tight prelim, people would say, ah, they played their grand final.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: That was their grand final last week. But I've got I to say, that. Hawthorne had a close prelim in 2012. Actually, well, we lost the grand final. So, that's- <laughs>
0: 2014 is also- the one you're talking about,
1: where you but beat
2: close prelims in 2013 and 2014
1: as well. Mm. Okay, no, South Australian it. sides. It feels like to me that like Luke Beveridge is a narrative coach. He's a yeah. storytelling coach, and uh, yeah. I love that someone suggested. It was someone suggested that? The uh, No one contacted the Bulldogs uh, from the Adelaide government. No one contacted them to say they couldn't train. He's just done that himself.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I would love that. I would love it that. It's a real
1: Michael Michael Jordan, you know, that oh, famous yeah. game. When yes. Someone, he, he just made up that someone, you know, Had told a him good game. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and I've got some other parallels here um, that
0: uh, Brock Bannister put up in a Bulldogs forum. In 2016, Geelong were the only team in the top four that the Bulldogs couldn't beat, same as 2021. Geelong gets smashed in the Friday night prelim, same as 2021. We come from outside the top four to make the grand final, same as 2021. And a bloke with a surname Smith kicks four goals in the prelim for us, same as 2021. And... Check this. Melbourne beat Geelong to get into the prelim, same as 1954. I'm just saying, Broden, we've got this in the bag.
1: Yeah, it's true. Well, the only ones I got, like the 64, I haven't done the – I haven't done my – I haven't collected notes, Lima. uh, Yeah. um, 64 was the Tokyo Olympics. Uh, Oh, good. Oh, yes. Good. Good. Uh,
2: good. I like that.
1: There was another one as well. I don't know. That was the – (laughs) yeah. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I like Tokyo Olympics, though that's a good bit of symmetry. Yeah, I yeah. like
1: that. I like that. Yeah,
2: yeah. And uh what was the what was the margin in sixty uh, four? you're know. a student of these yeah. things.
0: Well I don't think about Melbourne uh, ones, but uh who did you bet? You would have beat Collingwood, I'm guessing. Yeah, it was Collingwood. You always tend to beat Collingwood in your that. grand
1: finals. Uh, I've got the score here. Is that is that right? Is it sixty four to sixty? So we won by four points in is it right? Yeah,
0: in '64. So this year, if, if you're if you score 21 and we score 17, whoa,
1: <laughs> that could be true though. That like a low scoring game could actually be on the cards because you know Melbourne's whole thing is defence, yeah, and uh, and uh, uh, and also I, you know you've got a pretty strong back line as well. Like it could be a low scoring game.
0: We'll have um, to bring back in Alex Keith and uh, yeah. How weird! Just to talk tactics, Josh Shacky played – He tagged a defender, so Alir mm. Alir was so good. They put Josh Shackey on him to take him out of a defense. I, it's so rare you see that, and he and he absolutely nailed it. Josh Shacky. He,
2: he did a really good job. Yeah, you don't you don't see it very often. But Alir Alir has been probably he's probably the recruit of the year. I would say
0: definitely. Yeah.
2: What is he? What did they do?
0: Because he was good at Sydney, but now he's he was, amazing.
2: He was good at Sydney. They just ran out of money. I think in Sydney. I oh, just okay. didn't have the salary cap to be able to, and yeah. they lost him. But gee, he's gone to another level at Port. Hey, how do you two feel about the two week build up? Do you wish it was one week?
1: Yeah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, they need oh. it. We don't need it. <laughs> no, I,
0: I actually, mine's a bit more selfish. I want two weeks of. Of happiness and something to think about oh, right. in lockdown. Yeah, you know, if the, once the grand final's over, you know, if we win, great, I'll rewatch it. But if we lose, then I'm in lockdown for an indefinite amount of time, and I can't and I don't want to think about football. So I'll enjoy this two weeks of of, of smugness. I'm going to wear my bulldogs hat every day, and you know, it's grand final <laughs> weeks. It's uh, you know, you have <laughs> conversations with strangers, and I love Melbourne this week. It's so
2: exciting. If you, if um, you could nervous. see people, it'd be great. Yeah. If yeah. you're allowed to talk to strangers, it would be awesome. <clears throat> uh, and Broden, one week for you.
1: Yeah, I'm just too nervous. I I, I uh, just want it over and done with, to be honest. Um, oh, I enjoy, enjoy just, it. I'm the, op- I'm, the, I'm the spectrum opposite of the football. The, 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 the Ds look so happy and are loving life and are so, like, just in the zone and want it to go on forever. I'm just like, get this over with, please. <laughs> um, um, I, uh, so, I'm so irrationally... Irrationally connected to the like sport that, like, it's like because I, I like comedy is my job, so it's the one thing that z- has zero connection to my actual life. So oh, I yeah. put all of my bullshit on top of it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, uh, if the uh, pun headlines are anything to go by, I think this could oh, be no. Melbourne's grand final. Yeah. <clears throat> so here are some from the weekend. OMG, Omax oh, gone. Mm-hmm. Ah, well, son. that is uh, good. D for destiny. D spelt D yeah. double E. They love that. Uh, mm-hmm. Delirious. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, flag curse. Be gone.
1: Gone. Yeah. Can oh, oh, imagine yeah, having yeah. a be captain gone. kicks five goals <laughs> and gone is his name. <laughs>
2: imagine that. <laughs> It it's is just worked the, the, beautifully for the, the sub-editors of the pun headlines. And yeah. uh, grand, grand new flag beckons. Grand new flag is good. Demons like men in, possessed.
1: Yeah. And I remember, like, at 16, I remember I, I wasn't in town, but I just a lot of dog days over, you know. Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Every, every dog has day.
2: <clears throat> this is the Bulldogs, Red, White and through. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like we've lost. That's terrible. <laughs> uh, and power this one, outage,
1: a lot of power outage, I imagine. Oh, Man. yes. Oh, there
2: would have been. Well, this one, woof. Yeah, okay. This is uh, woof, power gone in a flash. So. <laughs> yeah. That's also a
1: demon one, accidentally.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: What do you expect? The media just getting behind Melbourne. Typical. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> Can't believe he's it. Doing, he's he's going, going real
1: right wing with this one. He's going, yeah. you
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> now, Danny, I know you were starting the <clears throat> the class wars between the two teams. I am, yes. I see Thorno um jumped in with uh he did very well yesterday, which got a nice bit of traction.
0: Yeah, so we <laughs> said uh landlords versus tenants. Yeah, that's us.
2: Yeah, we
0: got. We're just uh, my, my old English teacher's quite active on um, on uh, Twitter. Demon Chesa, uh and she's been trying to troll me and everything. And, and she's saying, "Look at the omen watch of the uh, US Open winner. She was wearing uh, navy blue and red." And I was like, "I didn't watch such an elitist, tough sport. I was too busy <laughs> doing some blue collar hard work
1: in a multicultural way, setting." <laughs> so good to see Novak go down personally for me. That was that
2: was. Oh lovely. my god. You know, the game—like literally—the game had been over for less than a minute, and Justin Hamilton rang me because we both hate watch Novak Djokovic. Yeah, he's uh,
1: such a—he's such a heel. He's so—he's so good oh. to hate.
2: So yeah, Hamo and I had a really enjoyable chat about him being beaten. Six he months. walks like
1: a villain. Like he's fully like a he's he's, he's <laughs> um like
2: he yeah he walks like a villain. He has super spreader parties like a villain. He smashes tennis balls into lines people's faces like a villain. He's so just Chris a Scott and
0: villain. Novak Djokovic are like the uh, the 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 Champions yeah. League of evil. Yeah,
2: I I I, uh,
1: I I think probably they're the two biggest heels in in sport. I'm trying to think of another one. Um, NBA doesn't really have a heel. Toby a, Green sort of. Toby Green, huge heel. But he's, he yeah. like, the, the, the thing about Novak is the one number one thing you need to do to be hated is just never admit fault. And he never does.
2: Uh, uh, yeah. 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 He's out of that, good, good, that Donald yeah. Trump playbook. Never, yeah. ever say you are wrong. Who's the, uh, who's the footballer? Oh, Suarez.
0: Oh, oh yeah. the fighty guy. Who yeah. bites people. Yeah. I know oh, Neymar probably more the biggest heel because he dives. And uh, you know, goes, you know, plays for PSG for the most amount of money, who are owned by the Qatari government. Yeah, Neymar would
1: be my my vote mm. for the biggest heel.
2: And then well, uh, David, but, David Warner's a little bit like that in the cricket world.
1: Yeah. No, he's yeah, no, that's fair. The Australian team for a little bit there were the heels. Yeah, yeah,
2: definitely. Are, definitely. We still
1: are. They still um, love to hate uh, us. Triple H. Uh he's a he's a good <laughs>
2: See, I've never been much of a wrestling guy, so yeah. I,
1: I'm
0: just amazed I know what heel
1: means. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good that you've been. in talking about. Um,
2: well, uh, Danny McGinlay, shall we? Uh, have we got anything else before we uh, wrap it up there?
0: No, I've got nothing else to add uh, except uh, go dogs.
2: Uh, there we go. Well, Broden, uh, enjoy the rest of your Broden Kelly lockdown there. Um, Lovely. And exercise bike.
1: i just going to sit on that for two weeks.
2: Yeah, <laughs> You know, Shredded. a friend of mine, bro. Now that you've been in lockdown for a week or so, mm. a friend of mine uh, who now lives in Vietnam but was living in Hong Kong and has been back to Australia this year alone. This year, he spent 112 days in hotel quarantine. You kidding me? Yeah,
1: that sounds awful and expensive and mentally like.
2: Crippling. Yeah, yeah, he said it's been a real drain. for a whole b- bunch of different reasons he's been in those yeah. three countries, right? Oh. And I said Claudia, I said you must that. have items for hotel quarantine. Oh, okay. Good. Eastburg. He said four things. Uh, he said chili or chili oil to make the bland food taste better.
1: Any sauce, any sauce.
2: Yeah. Uh, he said Lego, just a the- Oh. He said big Lego, bigger the better, just to occupy yeah. Yeah. time and keep your mind working. He said uh, an exercise bike or a running machine. He always has Good one name. delivered mm-hmm. to the room right there. And, the, you know, the next thing he said, which is like made me laugh, he said a mat to put on the table because he said when you're using your computer all day and you're leaning on the table, the corners of the table dig into dig oh, into yeah. your arm." oh wow I mean, so that's, I really, that's, 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 that's
1: very it's very specific it's very i specific. feel sorry for that poor man <laughs> um i brought the playstation so i've got playstation exercise bike i got resistance bands just to keep the guns up and going yeah, nice. um and uh that's a, i ended up last night i ended up this is day five or six i ended up in the bath Watching Judy Garland videos. Nice.
2: Yes. I mean, who hasn't, mate? Who
1: hasn't? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I wouldn't be doing this if I wasn't in lockdown,
2: if I wasn't in a quarantine hotel. <laughs> See, getting to explore a bit of Judy Garland. Uh, well, uh, enjoy the build up over the next couple of weeks and all the best with your uh, top secret project you're working on there once you get yeah, out of lockdown. Exciting. And uh, thanks for joining us on the show.
1: Thank you having, for having me, gents. Um, uh, it, just if you're watching the grand final, just think of me
2: either way, you know. <laughs>
1: just, just spare me a thought. And every Melbourne supporter, it's going to be a rough two weeks.
0: Yeah. Broden, I'm going to troll you just for this week and then radio silence.
1: Okay? <laughs> and I'm, I'm going full off grid. You, no, yeah, you wouldn't no ever hear from me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: Danny McGinley, uh, what are you going to do this week? How are you, how are you killing the time? Are you going off just- the grid or are you, are you on? Are you on? I'm on send me
0: everything. Send me banter. Send me send me stats. Send me memes. Send I want to drink <laughs> in every part of this. I love it. I'm so excited. Go dogs. Go hawks. And we'll
2: get out there.